And welcome to a new episode of Mind My Business. It's our opinion podcast from Hype 1000. I'm Max, your host, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Hype 1000. And we're a corporate audio startup. So we talk about everything in that corporate environment uh, when it comes to audio and everything around it. So in this podcast, we share ideas, opinions, uh, thoughts, about stuff we see that we find interesting that is that is happening in in the audio environment in the audio industry. Um, yesterday, I talked about live captions uh, and social audio um, in in LinkedIn and and what it means for for corporates um, and what I think about is going to happen to social audio. So feel free and go back to our first episode and listen to it and share your thoughts on what do you think about this format. Um, we're looking forward to it. And today I would love to talk about charts. Um, the podcast charts is something that is for a lot of people really, really important, um, especially for the content creators. Um, and I heard this podcast um, yesterday from OMR Media and Pod Talk, uh, and the guys from Pod Talk. They are the managing directors of Podstars, which is a big podcast agency in, in Germany. And they were talking about the relevance of charts, the changes that are happening now, and what that means for the monetization aspect of it. And I heard it, and uh, it was quite interesting. They talked about, you know, how you can uh, get into the charts, how you can build your community, how you can build your audience, and you know, and the algorithm um, behind it, especially on um, Spotify. Um, which is, of course, the most relevant podcast platform, uh, platform or has become the most relevant podcast platform in the past few years. Um, and then I thought about, okay, if charts is so important, um, of course, why is that so? Um, and it makes sense for podcasters in general um to to look at the charts and they want to grow their audience um, and they want to do that um because they want to be more relevant and you know the more the higher you rank in the charts then more people will find you because it's a tool for discovery uh, and then with that you grow your audience and you know eventually your goal is to monetize that and um you know the bigger you are the the bigger checks you can you can cash in so that makes sense um, because it really is very, very similar to what we've seen in the past in the Billboard Top 100, where, you know, the biggest names were on there. Um, and I thought, yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, and then I thought, well, a lot of musicians are really, really famous, got really, really big, and they've never been in the Billboard Top 100. And could that also be true for podcasters? And I thought, yes, um, it, it totally makes sense in, when you when you look at the corporate audio market because what is happening for for a lot of companies? Um, they focus very much in their communication on B two C, and so they see audio as a new channel where you can reach you know a younger demographic. It's hip and cool to do a podcast, so of course they will launch their own format. And oftentimes it's 
um, employer branding formats. It's some kind of like where they share their strategy and ideas, um, which doesn't make sense um, it, on the platform like Spotify because it's kind of like a shareholder podcast, but who cares? Um, and then there's some other experiments um, that are happening. But then I thought, okay, they do that. And they must think in the same kind of terms of, you know, I want to be in the charts because then a lot of people will find me and I will reach out to a new audience. Um, and that never happens because you will most likely with a corporate format, not get into those numbers um, where you will be really big and, and have your own format um, ranking in the top 100 in, in, in whatever kind of environment, my personal opinion. Um, I haven't seen it so far, but, you know, feel free to reach out and tell me if I'm wrong or if you have an example of a company that has done that. So companies um, retreat to two things that they can do. And they one thing could be they get a, a strong name, an influencer, um, and they put him in their own format, just like a, a social media channel takeover, for example. Uh, and they get them on there and, you know, then build their audience and they can say like, this was super successful. We reached this many people. Um, two things you don't know, um, how many people would have reached without that person? And most likely the answer is going to be a lot less. So how good was your format in the end? Or was it the personality um, that, that brought you those people and, you know, how much rubbed off on you and how many people stay with you. And it comes to the th second part because you don't really know, um, the people that were listening to you or that stay with your brand because, um, at the moment, the podcast platforms aren't that good in providing data about specifically your audiences. And um, again, also building your audience, because what you want to do is build your CRM. You know, you want to communicate and interact with those people because you want to get them to, in the end, buy your product or your service or whatever you have to offer. It makes sense that Spotify now cooperates with uh, Shopify, um, which makes sense. Then you can have actual tracking and most likely in the future, it will be possible to have more analytics, better analytics and a CRM system attached to, to Spotify. And there's most likely some companies out there already um, working on that and offering you some solutions. Um, that is the one thing uh, that companies do, and it doesn't seem to be really successful um, so far, and it doesn't really help you build your brand reputation and win your clients. And the second thing you could do is, um, you spend a lot of money on advertising on your regular channels or, um, especially, and it would make sense to do that in, um, podcast advertising. And I would think, you know, if you have to spend a lot of money advertising your content, um, then, you know, that content might be, might not be that good. So what you should rather do, in my opinion, is take that money that you spend on creating that content that might just be like a B plus content and spend that as well uh, in advertising and get, go to those big names, go to those household podcast names that match with your audience, because that makes sense. And, and then, you know, advertise the heck out of your, your, um, product 
with those hosts, you know, that then say like, uh, you know, then you do that influencer game that you would do on Instagram, as well as um, you do that on um, in, in podcasting. And again, a felt reality at the moment is that more companies are starting a corporate podcast rather than spending money in podcast advertising and spending money in podcast advertising would make much more sense to, you know, bring, uh, especially in Germany, where the market is rather small compared to uh, the US market, English speaking, you know, a bigger audience, everything um, where you could elevate um, a lot, you know, the, the whole market by spending money on it, because, you know, the more money is in the market, the more professionalized it gets. And uh, you would help, you know, um, niche podcasts that, that really have the audience because the smaller podcasts, they know your audience. Um, uh, they know their audience really well. They engage with them really strongly. And, you know, finding those people to advertise your product can really help you. And again, it's kind of like micro-influencing on Instagram uh, or TikTok. You could do the same thing in podcasting as well um, and rather focus on that advertising aspect of it. But I want to cover an, an, another topic that, that I thought then, okay, why are, and coming back to that, to that music analogy, um, there is bands out there that have never been in the charts, but are super successful. Um, so you need to find the right audiences as a company to not be in the charts, but still be really successful. And there's two audiences that you could fish in to, to really, you know, um, help you grow your business and that one group is everybody, your, your audience that you know in the B2B environment. It's your business partners, it's your B2B clients, um, because most likely they are very interested in what you have to say and building a personal relationship with you. And you could really move and advance in that field and be, you know, on the on the frontier of doing something new compared to your, uh, yeah, to your competition. So that could be really interesting. And then you don't have to consider being on Spotify because you can use other tools, you can use other software and you are not dependent on, you know, the charts. And the second group that could be really interesting for you is your employees, your teams. So B2E communication can be really helpful to build again, that personal relationship because audio is authentic, personal, and um, yeah, can be uh, consumed really easily and it's truly remote in that aspect. And that's what we've been preaching or that it's what we're preaching all the time to our clients, uh, that audio can help you, especially, um, being very inclusive to people that have a, a reading disability that have maybe, um, disabilities and can't really see well. So, uh, you can be very inclusive in your communications where people, um, do not need a screen or where, where a screen can be hindering. And that also then relates to your, your workforce, where you have your sales teams that are on the road, working with clients and, and being and, and improving effectiveness and efficiency with, you know, that audience, because they don't, they don't have time to read your emails. They ha don't have time to watch your videos because they're driving from client A to client B, but they could spend that time in the car, driving around, listening to relevant content from you, building a personal relationship and also using that content to um, work uh, with the clients, spend more time with the clients and work better with them on your product launches or whatever you, you share using audio content as well as 
you know, expanding into all the non-desk workers, you know, that people that are uh, driving your bikes of your deliver food delivery company that are working in your logistics facilities or production facilities, the, 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 the staff that is working in your retail locations, all those people don't have access to screens all the time. They are spending time commuting to their um, place of work because most likely if you work in production or retail, you can't do that from home. Um, so, you know, spending that time, um, getting some of the information out there um, and consuming some of that information while commuting to work, uh, while being on your lunch break, while, um, I don't know, filling up the shelves, having, you know, your earbuds in and, and listening to some interesting stuff that you have to share, doing some training on, you know, um, on client conversation, you can do all that without a screen. So audio is then again, a really important tool. So, um, let's wrap this up. So for the charts are important, but most likely the charts are not important for you as a corporate. And with that in mind, you should start considering moving or expanding your view from just being very focused on B2C because that market is super competitive and it's hard to compete in a market where Spotify is spending a lot of money on their own formats and where you have those big household names that already have a big audience or starting a new podcast, bring in the audience, those influencers, those YouTubers coming into the, the, the podcasting space. So it's going to be super tough for you. But where you kind of have like open range, where you can have Blue Ocean is your own staff um, and your B2B partners and winning new partners. And maybe the aspect of um, of those two, we will discuss in, in different episodes later on, get a bit, go a bit more into detail. But yeah, um, you know, don't believe the hype, don't believe the charts, um, expand your horizon a little bit. That's my personal opinion um, for all you corporates out there, considering audio to be something uh, you wanna do in the future. Um, if you agree, reach out. If you don't agree, reach out. If you have a completely different view, reach out as well. Um, you can do that on LinkedIn via our email, mindmybusiness at hype1000.de or all the other channels. Um, we're looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to hearing you tomorrow in a new episode of Mind My Business. Why don't you mind your business?